The following drama contains adult content and references of suicide. The program is intended for a mature audience. Now on Drama on News Talk, playwright Colin Murphy brings an ancient classic right up to the present day in Antigone, the story of a plague, a refugee crisis, a coup, and a body too dangerous to be buried. The government here has said it is watching developments medical officer has now confirmed a severe deployment of the army on the streets and cabinet have been arrested after the world with cemeteries in the country now full the authorities have introduced by refugees fleeing plague and violence in France. The government has reported the first official cases Home cremation of kits are being issued by the council in a bid a to stem the rise in cases believed to be caused by unhygienic As even the 24-hour curfew has failed to stem the rise in cases. Morgues across the city are now closed, the mayor said and last And news night. just in. You're very welcome to the News Chorus on Thebes Network News on this extraordinary day. I'm Theo Elder. With me in studio today is our regular contributor, Professor Nikos Karagos of the Theban Researchers Online League, or Troll. Professor, what's your reaction to the collapse of the government? I think it was clearly inevitable, Theo. The plague has ravaged Europe, trailing political chaos in its wake and sending thousands of refugees to seek asylum here with all the threat of contagion that they present. Professor, are you endorsing what may well have been a coup? (laughs) It's hardly a coup if the institution entrusted with protecting the constitution steps in to defend it. You think the military should take over? It is imperative that order is restored, Theo. We can't possibly fight a plague while the country is being flooded with refugees who are simply bringing in more contagion. Sorry, Professor, I'm being told that the Chief of Staff, General Creon, is to make an address to the nation any moment now. Uh, General Creon, of course, a hugely respected figure, first female Chief of Staff in the Republic's history. What will you be hoping to hear from her, Professor? The country needs clarity, Theo. It needs stability. It needs order. It needs leadership. I expect General Creon to demonstrate her commitment to those values. Professor Corrigus, thank you for joining us. We'll go live now to government buildings where I believe General Creon is about to speak. My fellow citizens, republicans, patriots, the first duty of your government was to keep this plague out. They failed. Accordingly, The generals were left with no choice but to dismiss the government and assume temporary civil authority. And they have vested that authority in me as acting Prime Minister. My first priority as Prime Minister is to secure our borders against further incursion of the plague. So I have had no choice but to suspend the right to refuge. I have instructed our Coast Guard to turn back any craft attempting to bring refugees across the sea. They have authorization to use lethal force if necessary. 
I am not willing to put our men and women in uniform at risk of contagion. Therefore, they have been instructed not to make any sea rescues. We know that the body remains highly infectious, even in death. So, should any bodies wash up on our shores, they will be placed under distant guard, but will be left unburied. Any attempt to bury such a body will be a capital offence. In order to prevent an outbreak of plague being ceded from refugees already here, I have ordered that the refugee camp is to be locked down. Martial law will apply in the vicinity of the camp. And for our own people, I am asking you to stay home. This is our greatest test. Let us not fail it. Prime Minister, Prime Minister, please. The Prime Minister won't be taking questions. Prime Minister, at this has time. the Coast Guard had any encounters under this? I new said the PM won't be yes, taking questions. There was one at 0600 this morning. Prime, Prime Minister, Minister can thank you, you, folks. Can Prime you give Minister, us more detail? Can you tell us more, Prime That's Minister? That's all. Thank you. Let's go to our special correspondent, Sophie Messenger, who's at government buildings. Sophie, the general. Sorry, the. Prime Minister, mentioned an engagement. Do we know anything more about this? Theo, I've just received a statement from the Coast Guard confirming what they termed a hostile engagement with a small craft in the early hours of this morning. According to this statement, the boat refused to turn back when instructed and the Coast Guard then, quote, fired a warning shot across its bows. Now that's how they put it, Theo. Shortly afterwards, the boat was observed to be sinking. Following orders, the Coast Guard did not intervene. What do we know of casualties, Sophie? Well, there is no estimate, Theo, and of course, no bodies were retrieved. I understand one body has been washed ashore. From its ethnicity, it does appear to be that of a refugee. Following the new regulations, the body will not be buried and is currently under guard. More when we have it. Thank you, Sophie Messenger. You've been watching the news chorus on TNN. When the news gets hectic, we bring you the dialectic. you've come. Did you not hear the news? They've blocked the phone signal in the camp. All we're getting are rumours. There's a... There's a body on the beach. Who is it? It's our brother. Bolognese's. How did he... I don't know. Drowned, maybe. That's what they're saying. Or maybe he got to the beach and they shot him there. And he's still there? Left to rot by Creon's order. In case burying him spreads the plague. She said anyone attempting to bury the body would be executed. Mm. Ismene. What? We have to bury him. He'll be guarded. He wouldn't get near him. I'll watch and wait. There has to be an opportunity even to perform the most basic ritual. But the plague... He could have it. You'll get infected. The plague lives on in a corpse. That's what the science says. This isn't about the plague. It's about us, the refugees. We're the contagion. They want to use the plague to close the borders, lock down the camps. But Creon... She she won't have us executed. I'm engaged to her son. But why take that risk? 
Have we not lost enough of our family already? Because it's our duty. Wouldn't Polynices want us to live? Your coward is Mene. We won't get near Polynices. And we could die trying. It's hopeless. No, no, no. This is the very definition of hope. Hope is what they're trying to crush. They want the people afraid, silenced, pliant. If we cannot remember our dead is many, what kind of people are we? Look around you, Antigone. At home, all across Europe, the plague has brought chaos. Creon is trying to stop that happening here. Don't, Ismene. Don't what? Side with her. There aren't sides. There's just a crisis that Creon's trying to manage. She's using the crisis as an opportunity against us. You're upset. You're overreacting. This will haunt you, Ismene. We have nothing more to say to each other. Antigone. What? You're my sister. You will always be my sister. As Polynices was our brother. Antigone. You're up. I was worried. Where have you been? Don't. What's wrong? Polynices. Your brother? He's dead. What? When did that happen? The body. What body? On the beach. Oh, my God. Oh, Antigone, my love. I'm so, so sorry. This god-awful plague. I went to see his men, and... Christ's sake, Antigone. She's my sister, Eamon. What, does that make you immune? What was I supposed to do? Our brother is dead. She lives in the camp. You work there. I wear PPE. It's a plague hotspot. I I kept a safe distance. The camp is locked down. How did you... We we talked. Through the fence. It's a martial law zone. You could have been shot. I was careful. Antigone, if you were caught violating the lockdown, as a refugee, they could make it difficult for us. They can't stop us marrying. Your citizenship, Ismene's residency, they could block them. They won't overturn a recommendation from Creon. You can't count on Creon's support. She's going to be my mother-in-law. And now she's head of state. She can't be seen to intervene. Things are changing. She's worried. There are forces, forces she's not fully in control of. Forces? Her rhetoric is enabling. She's trying not to alienate them, to keep them under control. At the expense of alienating us! It's the political reality! She has to work with it. As soon as this plague is beaten, things will get back to normal. I'm not sure they can. I'm sorry. Plague, it infects everything. We should be mourning, not worrying about politics or laws. Tomorrow things might seem clearer. You should sleep. I... I'll sleep in the spare room. Why? It's Mene. The camp. Just in case. But you said you kept your distance. Yes, but 
Then what? Just in case. A precaution. I'm tired, Eamon. Antigone. I love you. Good night. Reports just in of a possible violation of the Prime Minister's edict against burying the bodies of refugees drowned or shot while trying to enter the Republic. Special correspondent Sophie Messenger is on the scene. Sophie. Theo, we have obtained video footage that appears to show an unidentified person on the beach attempting to cover the remains of the dead refugee in sand. I managed to speak to one of the guards who was on duty at the site. Let's play that tape now. Just tell us what you saw. We were keeping guard, like our orders said. It's a long night and cold, but we stayed awake. We had to move upwind a bit. The stench from the body was so bad, but we could still see it. Then the wind picked up and we had to shelter for a moment from the sand. And when it died down again, the body was covered. When you say covered? I mean, not buried. Just a light covering of dirt all over it. Like as if somebody didn't have time to bury it, but wanted to be able to say it, it was buried. It could the wind. That's what we thought. But then one of us was looking at his phone and this video was taken off online. You can't see the person in it, just the corpse. And then a hand throwing sand over it. So what did you do? Well, I have to admit... We kind of panicked. I mean, each of us thought it was one of the other's fault. But then we realised the only thing was to be open about it. To fess up quickly. So we drew lots and one of the lads went straight away to report it. Thank you, Sophie Messenger. The Prime Minister's office has just released a video. I believe it's a statement by Prime Minister Creon. Let's play that now. As we have seen from the trouble on our streets in recent nights, there are people out there who want to use this crisis to advance their own radical agenda. I have no doubt some amongst those mobs have organised this bogus burial in a bid to undermine the rule of law. The person who did this may even now be spreading infection. Rest assured, they will be found and the punishment will be exemplary. Professor Nikos Korragos of the Troll Think Tank joins me now. Professor, General Creon came to the position of Prime Minister with a reputation as a moderate, a reformer. So why this consistent resort to such divisive rhetoric? On the contrary, Theo, I think we finally have a Prime Minister who is capable of uniting the people behind her. That would appear to be a rather narrow vision of the people. People who believe in this republic, Theo. Patriots. And those who choose to demonstrate their belief in this republic by exercising their constitutional right to protest? Theo, all across Europe, our former partners, venerable democracies, have collapsed in anarchy, in terror. The Prime Minister has rightly suspended the republic's constitution in order to defend that same republic. There is no right to protest. We each have a choice to make. Either we believe in loyalty... Solidarity, patriotism, or we choose anarchy. Prime Minister. Trelock. We have a problem. What is it? We caught the perpetrator. About time. I have her here. Her? Send her in. Get your filthy hands off me! Antigone, let her go. The body, it's her brother. 
Oh my God. And after your parents. <clears throat> How awful. I'm so sorry. How's your sister? Is she still in the camp? Here's what we'll do. Treloc, fix up the guards who caught her. Promotions, transfers, pay them off, whatever. Get her sister out of the camp, then find somewhere for the two of them to stay until this blows over. We'll give the media some line. A uh, guard was bribed to do it, maybe. Treloc. Treloc, there's got to be a way to spin this. I don't think so, ma'am. It's only one fucking body. Polynices. What? That was his name. Of course it was. I'm sorry. He was my brother. It's awful, but we just have to make sure that this doesn't get out. I buried him. You threw a bit of fucking sand over him. He's not exactly six foot under, thank God. So let's all put our heads together and work out how we manage the story. It's not a story. Everything's a story. The only question is whether the one that gets traction is the true one or the fake one. I did my duty by my brother. And I respect that, Antigone. But your duty is at odds with my duty, which is to keep this fucking ship of state from sinking. So we have a problem. And we have to work out how to manage it before it fucking gets uh, out. Ma'am. Sophie Messenger's at government buildings with breaking news. What have you got, Sophie? Theo, TNN has obtained another video of the attempted burial of the body on the beach. But this time, the person in the video identifies herself. It is Antigone, the young refugee engaged to Eamon, the son of the Prime Minister. I understand that the body is that of her brother, who drowned while trying to join her and their sister Ismene. As a refugee here, we understand Antigone was arrested, but we have no information as to her whereabouts at present. You, you child. How could you be so stupid? This is not something you can manage. Risking your life to bury your brother, I can respect that. But turning that into a piece of virtue signalling pageantry, no, that's just pathetic. We'll say she didn't know about the law. How could I not know about it? Creon was on every screen announcing it. We'll say you didn't understand it. I'll tell you what I didn't understand. I didn't understand how a woman I respected, whose son I love, could take my rights my identity, and trample all over it on the pretext of the plague. The Republic is on a precipice. Look at what has happened in your own country. This state is a ship in a sea of icebergs. If I veer off course, some hidden force could rip the floor from under us and we'll all end up like your brother, drowning. What gives you the right? You weren't elected. Force gives me the right. Because those who were elected failed. And I'm the only one who can fix it. But that's fascism. You're a fascist. It's politics. If the Republic cannot defend itself against enemies, against a plague, against conspirators, there is no Republic. There is no law, no order, no constitution. This is what it looks like when the state defends itself. To protect the constitution, I have to suspend it. And I hate it. I'm no fascist. Fascists would love this. They'd be celebrating it in their jackboots and stupid regalia. They'd be marching you to the fucking gallows instead of trying to rescue you from your own outraged conscience. I don't need to be rescued. Polynices needed to be rescued. But you let him drown like he was nothing. Worse than nothing, a contagion. Well, I'm of the same contagion. You're going to have to kill me. And I grieve for that. 
But it is nothing to the grief I feel to know my brother's lying there, putrefying to be scavenged by crows and dogs. There'll be no reasoning with the Prime Minister. We'll hold her for a bit, let her calm down, then talk to her. I'll put out a holding statement on the body, say we're investigating. Bring in the sister. Maybe she can talk some sense into her. Help us find a way out of this. Professor, the Prime Minister is dealing with a plague that risks getting out of control, increasing anger on the streets, and now she faces a dilemma over how to deal with the young refugee Antigone. Is this a perfect storm? Let's not forget what caused it. This plague has been brought in by refugees. One of those refugees broke a law designed to stop the plague spreading. The most dangerous contagion at this moment is disobedience. Creon must stamp it out before it engulfs us. The only possible response from the Prime Minister is to double down on her zero-tolerance approach. Are you going to hurt me? There is nothing personal in this. It is pure law. You broke the law. The consequence of that is fixed in the law. Cause and effect. Like science, the law demands just punishment. You make the law. In the people's name. If the law demands it, that means the people demand it. The people will demand my freedom. The people have no truck with radicals, Antigone. They're too afraid. Are you not ashamed? To set yourself against them. There is no shame and loyalty to kin. I have her. Send her in. <coughs> Smene, sister. She's been tweeting, ma'am. Pushing out the video, claiming a part in it. She wasn't part of it. I was. With Antigone, I share responsibility. You don't get to own this. Let me join you, Antigone. I don't want you to be left alone. I was alone when I buried him. The dead is my witness. Tweeting about it is not the same as being there. Let me die with you. Honour the dead with you. My death is enough. Don't try to claim a part in things you ran away from. Why hurt me so? Save yourself. I won't resent you your escape. And leave you to die alone. I'm already dead. Serving the dead. One of you was born hysterical. The other has been infected by it. Grief does that, Creon. It was Antigone's toxic ideas did it. I tried to save her. She's engaged to your son. There are other fields to plough. So it's decided? She's going to her death? She decided. It was her decision. We're going over to government buildings now for an unscheduled address by the Prime Minister. In attempting to bury the infected corpse of a relative, Antigone broke the law. She did so in full knowledge of the law and of the consequences of breaking it. She is, as you know, engaged to my son. None of us is above the law. I, your leader, and my family, least of all. Accordingly, I have no choice but to pass sentence of death upon her. Antigone will be executed at dawn. This drama contains adult content and references suicide. The programme is intended for a mature audience. 
This is Drama on News Talk, and this is part two of Antigone. The Prime Minister there with shocking news of the impending execution of the young refugee Antigone. Sophie Messenger is live amongst the protesters who have been congregating outside government buildings all week. Sophie, what's the reaction there? Theo, this announcement has just sent a jolt through the crowd. The protests really haven't abated since the collapse of the previous government. But if they were somewhat incoherent till now, the plight of Antigone has provided a focus. Yesterday's video of her bearing her brother evaded the censors' attempts to block it and went viral. These people are upset. They're angry. And it's difficult to tell where this might lead. Back to you in the studio. Ma'am, your son, Eamon, is here. Eamon... You've heard the sentence imposed upon Antigone. Have you come in anger? Or have I your loyalty? Mother, you have given me everything. You bore me, raised me. You inspire me. Your good name is my good name. There is nothing worse than disobedience. At a time like this, it's a matter of life and death. If we cannot expect loyalty from those we have welcomed here as strangers, how are we to ask it of our own people? If justice were not blind when it touches on my family, how could the citizens expect justice at all? Mother, fear of you makes people afraid to say what they think in your hearing. But I can be your eyes and ears. I can listen and watch what people say and do. I can hear where they place blame. Blame? I can hear the murmuring of support for Antigone. The crying. The anger. They see what she did as dignified, not shameful. They say she doesn't deserve to die. They say she deserves to be honoured. Antigone made a mockery of me. But she won't make a liar of me. Forget your anger. Don't wrap yourself in your own opinion. There's no shame in changing your mind, in responding to changing circumstances. Is the mob now in charge? Should I defer to their judgment? No one person embodies the Republic. I am doing my duty. Why should that offend you? How can it be your duty to trample over the wishes of the people? You're afraid of the mob. I stand with the people. You take their side against your mother. I choose Antigone. You won't marry her. Not while she's alive. Then she'll die and take another one with her. Are you threatening me? I'm just telling you the consequences of your decisions. Somebody has to restore order, Eamon. Somebody has to rule. What you will rule over will be a wasteland. Like your heart. You bastard. This is the last you will see of me. I'll leave you to the company of your goons. He can rant all he likes. He won't save those girls. You're going to kill them both? You're right. Trelock, not the sister. She was just a useful idiot. There's nothing to be gained in killing her. But uh, Antigone, she's to be shot. No. I won't fulfil her death wish for her. She wants to be under the ground. I'll put her under the ground. 
Find the deepest, most isolated cell. Put her there with just enough food so she doesn't starve. I'll not have her on my conscience. If she dies, she'll die slowly. Those kids out there will forget about her. If she lives, she'll have plenty of time to regret her disloyalty to the state that gave her welcome. This just in, it appears the Prime Minister has put a stay on the execution of Antigone. She is instead to be transferred to solitary confinement later today. Professor, Antigone has clearly captured the hearts of the people. Love for her brother drove Antigone to risk her life. Love for Antigone's bravery has driven the people of the city out onto the streets in her support, defying both the plague and the law. Might something of that love have caused a softening of Creon's resolve? I think the media have a lot to answer for, Theo. This kind of uncritical celebration of an act of lawlessness and defiance by a young foreign national is corrupting public discourse. You may see love in Antigone's eyes. I see something far more insidious. I'll have to interrupt you there, Professor. We're going over to Sophie Messenger at Government Buildings. Sophie. Theo... Antigone is being led out of government buildings now by two of the Prime Minister's security detail. I may have a chance to speak to her. Antigone! Antigone, do you have any regrets? I'll never see the sun again. All I have to look forward to is the darkness of an underground cell. Citizens, look at what's being done to me. A refugee in your land because I refuse to violate the natural law. This is not justice. Without justice, there can be no peace. Security is shutting us down. I'll hand back to you in the studio. Our special correspondent, Sophie Messenger there. Professor? I'll admit Antigone's loyalty to her brother shows a certain quality of character, but she broke the law, and in a time of crisis, the ruler cannot tolerate law-breaking. In the meantime, Professor, we've had another night of protests on the streets of the capital. The plague is now out of control, and the disorder is getting worse, provoked by Creon's decision to imprison Antigone. These aren't protests. These are orchestrated riots, and they have plunged our capital city into anarchy. Of course there are peaceful protesters amongst them, Theo. Well-intentioned, perhaps, but naive. But they are being used by subversives clearly intent on destabilising the government. So what would you be advising the Prime Minister at this point, Professor? One thing above all else will restore order to our streets. An overwhelming show of force to disperse, detain and ultimately deter lawbreakers. It's time to send in the troops, Theo. Prime Minister. Treylock. I've been looking at public opinion, polls, social media. I think this is on a knife's edge. You worry me, Treylock. Even by the standards of social media, there's a strange tone to the debate. Hysterical, raging, incoherent. They're tearing each other apart. I I tried a focus group. It didn't work. It was too divisive. It collapsed in acrimony. Forget about the data, then. What's your gut? The body. It was left on the beach to be scavenged by crows, by dogs, by rats. That was the point. And now people believe this is spreading the plague, that the carrion is spreading contagion. Nonsense. This is politics, Creon. It doesn't matter if it's true or not. 
What matters is they believe it and they're blaming you and that is undermining compliance with the public health orders. It was Antigone's disobedience undermined the law. That's not what people think. They think the law was wrong. So you're siding with the mob too? Creon, everybody makes mistakes. All leaders do. And those who survive their mistakes are the ones who aren't too stubborn to admit them and repair them and move on. Has somebody got to you, Threlock? Do you have any idea what the value of good advice is? Oh, you know all too well what its value is because you sell it to the highest bidder. I am trying to save you from your own fucking ego. Do you realise you're speaking to your leader? I know all too well because you wouldn't have got here without me. You have given good advice in the past, Threlock. It's a pity you can't be trusted now. Don't provoke me, Creon. Sell your snake oil to the private sector if you can, but you will not bury that body. I don't care if his infected corpse is spat out all over the city. You are giving up your son. You've kept a dead body over the ground and placed a radiant soul under it. That is violence against the Republic and there will be a backlash. The people are turning against you. They blame you for the plague. They will want their revenge, Creon. You're done, Trelock. Forget about the private sector. By the time I'm finished with your reputation, nobody will hire you to sweep the floors. If you want to rant, choose younger than me to rant at. But you'd be better learning to rein in your tongue and calm your mind. TNN's Sophie Messenger is in the briefing room in government buildings for the Prime Minister's daily press conference. We'll go live there now. Question, Prime Minister. Prime Minister. Prime Minister. Prime Minister. Prime Minister. Sophie Messenger. Prime Minister, we're hearing that your long-serving advisor, Trelock, has been fired. Can you confirm that? Trelock is leaving to pursue opportunities in the private sector. He handed in his resignation earlier today. Mom, in all the years he has worked with you, has he ever given you bad advice? He has been a valued advisor, but this administration is not dependent on any one individual. Next. Will you be replacing Trelock, Mom? Of course I will. Next. The Theban Times. Uh, thank you, Prime Minister. I understand today's case numbers are worse again. Uh, can you talk us through the numbers? Trelock normally. We'll have those numbers later. Can you confirm that the plague is still worse? As I said, we'll have today's numbers shortly. Prime Minister, do you not know whether or not it's getting worse? This is nonsense. I'll have the numbers shortly. Stop trying to create a story out of some sort of temporary breakdown in systems. Has there been a a breakdown in systems, Prime Minister? Don't try to put words in my mouth. Uh, With respect, they were your words, I've addressed this issue... Let's move on. Ma'am, people are saying the plague is being spread through carrion from the body of Polynices. That's ridiculous. The worst kind of ill-informed speculation. But they say that dogs and crows are spreading it. The plague is spreading because of the reckless behaviour of the protesters. Have you data to support that, Prime Minister? Prime Minister, I've spoken to an epidemiologist and a virologist who say that spread of the plague through carrion is a credible theory. The absolute consensus among experts is that the plague is spreading because of failure to follow public health orders on social distancing, especially at these nightly protests. Next subject. Mum, have you any second thoughts about your sentencing of the young refugee Antigone? How did your son Eamon react, Prime Minister? Can you confirm they are still engaged, Prime Minister? I think I've demonstrated that when it comes to the law, I put the Republic before family. That should be enough for anybody who wants to pry into my family life. Have you seen your son since the sentencing? How did he respond, Prime Minister? My son is a private citizen. You'll have to ask him. Have you any regrets, (laughs) ma'am? 
I don't have time for regrets. Do you think you should have been more lenient? Uh, could you revisit the sentence? Will Antigone be entitled to appeal? I think you know how I feel about weak leadership. You're also known for your keen attention to public opinion. We serve at the public's whim. If your severe position on Antigone was to undermine support for you and possibly for the public health restrictions... Ma'am? Um... Prime Minister, according to TNN's latest poll, the public want to see Antigone released and her brother buried. Is that what the poll says? It, it is, ma'am. How do you respond? The Prime Minister. Theo, the Prime Minister... The Prime Minister has left abruptly, Theo. Back to you in the studio. Professor. Not an assured performance from the Prime Minister. Very unlike her. Treylock has advised her for a long time, Theo. And if it's true that there was some kind of falling out with her son Eamon, who, who's also reportedly one of her inner circle, that, that easily explains an off day. That was more than an off day, surely. Take off the blinkers, Theo. That was the worst kind of elite groupthink on show there. No wonder fewer and fewer people are turning to traditional media for their news when they feel it's all filtered through the political bias of those reporting it. Thank you, Professor Corrigos. You're watching the News Chorus on TNN. We'll take a break. Treylock! Where is Treylock? Creon? What do I do? You fired me. Tell me. You called me a crook. What should I do? Should I yield? Yes. And quickly. Before it's too late. Maybe some forces are too great to oppose. I'll put together a statement. No, no statement. I have to do this for myself. Come with me. We'll go first to the body. We'll have it buried. And then to the prison. I sent Antigone under the ground. I will lead her out myself. There are laws that are above even the law of the state and should never be broken. We should bring a reporter. We need to document this. We go now to our special correspondent, Sophie Messenger, who's been following the story of the young refugee, Antigone. Sophie, it's been a tumultuous day. What's the latest? Theo... This morning, the Prime Minister, you turned on her decision to have the young refugee Antigone sentenced to solitary confinement. I was invited to accompany the Prime Minister as she sought to undo the effects of her previous decisions. We went first to the beach, where the remains of Polynices lay still unburied, and the Prime Minister personally supervised their burial. Then she left for the central prison, where... Antigone was being held. Antigone's cell was down in the basement of the prison at the far end of the isolation unit. As we arrived at the unit, we heard a loud cry from inside. The Prime Minister recognised the voice as that of her son, Eamon. We arrived at the cell. The door was open. Antigone was inside, hanging by her belt from the light fixture. 
Eamon was clinging to her, his arms around her waist. When he saw his mother, he started raging against her. The Prime Minister tried to talk him down. She pleaded with him to leave Antigone and come out of the cell, but Eamon, he spat in her face. Then he drew a knife. He lunged at his mother, but she stepped out of the way in time. Then Eamon turned the blade of the knife towards himself and he drove it into his stomach. He staggered over to Antigone. He went to kiss her, but he brought up a surge of blood and it streaked across her cheek. That was his last breath. The Prime Minister's aides cut Antigone down and the two bodies lay there, wrapped in each other. The bodies were carried out to the Prime Minister's convoy and placed in one of the cars. She's since returned here to government buildings, where I understand she's accompanied by her long-time adviser, whom she had recently fired, Trelach. They were to be married in life. Now they are married in death. Such a waste. Thank you, Sophie Messenger, for that eyewitness report. Life was ahead of him. You might have ruled after me. We need to prepare something. My decisions caused this. You need to speak to the media, to the people. Reassure them. I'll work on something. I have to resign. You can't resign. Trelock, I don't want to see another day inside these walls. Get me out of here. We'll take it one day at a time. I can't do this anymore. I can't do this on my own. You have me. For now, we have to manage the situation out there. Let the future take care of itself. I was wrong. Arrogant. Hubris. You will learn to live with it, Creon. You will learn from it. There's no one else to blame. I can't go on. My heart is broken. Your grief will make you stronger. More empathetic. It will give you good judgment. Authority. But you have to speak to them. Let me draft something. Professor, it's been almost 24 hours now without a statement from government buildings. We're hearing all sorts of rumours. In such febrile times, is the PM wise to be allowing rumours and half-truths spread? The Prime Minister has never been one for public displays of emotion, Theo. I, I think she's likely to mourn in private. Like all military leaders, she has great experience of death, and I think she will handle this appropriately. We're going over live now to government buildings, where I believe Prime Minister Creon is making an address. Those of you who have lost loved ones to this terrible plague, I see. Those who have lost livelihoods, I see you. Those of you who have felt forgotten by the establishment, by the elites, you are forgotten no longer. The silent majority who faithfully follow the public health rules while a cadre of radicals and anarchists trashes our cities, 
I see you. The first step to defeating this plague was to stop it from being carried in from abroad. We have now done that. The next step is to stop it being spread through protest and anarchy on our streets. I am asking our people for a time to forego our personal liberties and freedoms, freedoms we hold dear for the greater good. When this is over, I will put in place the mechanisms to return to our normal constitutional order. But from tonight, martial law will apply throughout the Republic. It will apply till the plague is defeated and it is safe to return to our streets. Thank you. And good night. Prime Minister, Prime Minister, Prime Minister, Prime Minister, Prime Minister, Prime Minister The Prime Minister not taking questions after that short statement, it appears. She didn't address the deaths of her son Eamon and his fiancée Antigone, nor... Contrary to speculation, did she announce her resignation? If anything, she showed a stiffening of resolve. Professor Corrigos, were the people expecting more humility? Humanity, even? People think they want their politicians to be happy, Theo, to be upbeat, to promise them the sunlit uplands. But what you really want in a leader is good authority. Politicians who lack that get found out eventually. Creon may have acted rashly earlier in this crisis, but she has been severely punished by the fates for that. Her loss will teach her wisdom. I think she will prove to be a very great leader. Thank you, Professor Nikos Koragos of the Theban Researchers Online League, or Troll. You've been watching the News Chorus on TNN. Back after this. Antigone was written and produced by Colin Murphy and directed by Aoife Spillan-Hinks. Incidental music, sound design, post-production and editing was by Simon Kenny. This programme was funded by Commission Man with a television licence fee. If you've been affected by the themes in this drama, for support you can call the Samaritans for free on 116 123 or visit samaritans.ie.